Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hoden with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Starting with the sport's biggest race, the Daytona 500, Fox NASCAR began its 20th season by broadcasting four cup events over four weeks from February 16th to March 8th before being parked for the COVID-19 pandemic. When the 2020 schedule restarts Sunday, Fox and FS1 will televise the next four cup races over 11 days. The next two Sundays at Darlington Raceway and Charlotte Motor Speedway will be on Fox at 3.30 and 6 p.m. Eastern, respectively while Wednesday night races at each track will air on FS1 at 7.30 and 8 p.m. The cable network also will televise an Xfinity race at Darlington next Tuesday at 8, and the following Monday and Tuesday in Charlotte will see another Xfinity event at 7.30 and a Gander Outdoors Truck Series race at 8. Fox Sports President Mark Silverman said, We are excited to welcome back the Fox NASCAR season to our airwaves to provide a return to live sports a move toward normalcy, and a much-needed distraction during these unprecedented times. NASCAR Executive Vice President and Chief Racing Development Officer Steve O'Donnell echoed Silverman's statement and described how the sanctioning body became one of the first major sports leagues to return to live events. We're incredibly excited, the teams, the tracks, TV partners, and OEMs to return to racing, but uh, also understand the tremendous responsibility that's going to come with that return. Um, and as you saw, our return in Darlington um, is going to be in an environment that we need to make sure that we're taking all measures available to us uh, for the safety of our competitors and certainly um, for the local community. So you know, as we developed the return to racing schedule, uh, we understood, and, and I've seen this many times from the media, that it's going to be a fluid situation and, and we, we're going to need to factor in many, many variables. And I think most important for us at the onset Uh, was the development of a plan uh, that was discussed with public health officials, medical experts, uh, state and local officials. In line with O'Donnell's sentiment, Silverman continued, while we are thrilled to return to the racetrack, the health and safety of our employees and all race participants is our top priority. We will continue working in lockstep with our partners at NASCAR and the racetracks to follow all national and local health guidelines. So, From a programming perspective, how did we get here? According to the Sports Business Journal, NASCAR President Steve Phelps was proactive with his broadcast partners, Fox and NBC. Last month at the CAA World Congress Conference, Phelps said, We were probably the first league to say, Hey, this is our schedule. Will you clear us? Per Phelps, the network said, Absolutely. NASCAR's premier series plans to run all 36 races so race teams can keep their cupboards full of sponsorship and television revenue. Phelps told the Dale Jr. Download that the schedule is 99% complete. Before he can announce additional dates, the sanctioning body awaits clearance from some states currently in lockdown. O'Donnell has more races in mind, and they won't stray far from the sports epicenter in Charlotte. The goal for us is the next, I'd say, three events we would like to be within drivable uh, conditions as well. Once you get beyond that, um, we do have states that have said, hey, we're good to go and we're good to go racing. Um, but our goal was to get, you know, seven, at least seven or so events under our belt, drivable, learn where we go and not have to put people on planes if we could avoid that. 
Um, so, you know, once we get beyond those, I think you'll see us move in. So it, it'll be, you know, keep using the word fluid, uh, but it is, but that's where you get, once we get beyond those kind of seven events, we feel like we'll be ready to, you know, continue to look at uh, races where we may be able to travel. While teams will travel to the track and broadcasters will cover the races, fans will be absent. Cup driver Alex Bowman says the circus will be in full effect for those following from home. I feel like with social distancing stuff in place and, and all that, we can still um, do the jobs that, that we've done and, and still be entertaining. Obviously, there's, I would just assume, less cameras and uh, interviews and, and stuff like that. So some of that stuff might be might be cut down or, or have to be in a different format. But um, we're all still the, the same people that we are. And um, Clint Boyer is still going to be hilarious. Kyle's still going to have people mad at him. Um, Kyle Bush, that is. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's it's all the the personalities are still going to be there. Um, it, it's it's going to be. Uh, the same in that sense. So as long, I think, you know, when it comes to our sport, the on-track product's the most important thing. Um, and I really think we can put on great shows and, and do that safely. Um, and, and I think that'll be, be really good for everybody. As NASCAR looks to new track agreements in 2021 and new TV deals in 2025, Phelps noted on the Dale Jr. download that current circumstances allow for new ways to present the sport and to attract new fans. Although founder Bill France Sr. built the sanctioning body on Sunday shows, midweek races have been discussed as an option for the future. Seven-time cup champion Jimmy Johnson looks forward to Sunday and Wednesday races as a throwback to an earlier time in his career, and it may benefit drivers. I've uh, you know, lived through the testing era where we had unlimited testing and spent a lot of time during the week at different tracks and moving around. and you know, it, it's, They're long weeks. But um, I, I personally enjoyed the physical challenge that went with it. The mental side was was a little different because you could only focus, you know, where you were at that time. So in some respects, it didn't give you all week to overthink and over prepare for what you were going to do. It, it almost simplified things. Where hey, I'm I'm at X track right now. This is where my focus needs to be. Dig into my notes. Dig into my routine. Do the best I can. Move on. Um, so in some ways, it might simplify the mental aspect. Physically will be be far more difficult, um, and then whatever a driver experiences, crew chiefs, crew members, the traveling side, even yourself as media. I mean that that's that's gonna it's gonna be way harder um, for everybody. Uh, I think drivers would probably have it the the best uh, or the easiest, if you will, workload wise. And the rest of the industry is really gonna you know have to um, you know sort out how to manage that physical and mental endurance that's going to be required. With no practice or qualifying before these races, Johnson's experience and notes may give him an advantage over his Hendrick Motorsports teammate, third-year driver William Byron, who will rely on YouTube and simulated races to prepare for the next two events at the Lady in Black. It's going to be difficult. I think that um, the biggest thing is just trying to prepare yourself well physically because obviously you're not going to get that chance to really go through practice and and kind of warm up your muscles, I guess you could say, um, to get ready in, in the car. But honestly, I've just been doing uh, some training and, and trying to watch some old film of, of races at Darlington. Um, with it being a daytime race, it's going to be different as well. So uh, a lot of, lot of different, you know, variables there. But the biggest thing is just being prepared. And I've used iRacing to train me on the mental side, which I think really helped me. And 
I'm looking forward to carrying that confidence and that momentum over to, to the cup car. iRacing has served both Byron and the sport well over this break from real racing. The driver won three of the seven iRacing Pro Invitational Series races, and last week, the Sports Business Journal reported that three of the first six iRacing events were among the top 25 sports telecasts since March 16th, with an average of 1.1 million viewers on Fox and FS1. Like the drivers, the broadcasters want to get back on track, too. Last week, Fox forecast a 50% decline in advertising revenue due to the pandemic. Executive Chairman and CEO Lachlan Murdoch cited the upcoming Darlington race as a reason for optimism. Murdoch said, From a sports perspective, look, we're very pleased, obviously, with the return of NASCAR on May 17th. We've seen a very strong demand from our clients to be associated with and to market within that race and within future races, so we're very pleased with what we see from an advertiser demand. Drivers, advertisers, broadcasters, and fans look forward to Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Cars will head into Turn 1 at Darlington Raceway, which held its first race in 1950 and has fought to stay on the schedule as NASCAR modernized tradition to move to new markets. It's fitting that the facility, nicknamed the Track Too Tough to Tame, will help the sanctioning body get back to the future. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and on social at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Sports. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.